All right, welcome to our second episode of Pony Hat to Go or、uh, Pony Hat Cast episode 9.5. We are doing Isaiah's take on End of Evangelion with zero context. That's right. <laughs> As requested. I've not seen any of the series. Yes, no, no series seen no beforehand, no、knowledge. movie seen beforehand. He, only, he has only seen End of Evangelion. Um, as requested by a, a podcast listener, Fink. <laughs> so, if you got any requests, <laughs> comments, questions, you want to tell us how awesome we are, you can send your emails to ponyhatcasts at gmail.com. Also, if you want to tell us that The Last Jedi is a terrible movie, you can add Barry. Again, those pony- submissions will also be accepted. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, add me all you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get started. I'm your host, Sam, also known as Ducky O'Brien on Twitch. We are joined by our other hosts, Barry. Hello. And also Isaiah, still in the land of the weaves. What's up? Okay, let's get this started. These are more casual episodes, so screw it. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it. We'll do it live. Do it live. You'll do it live. Okay, Isaiah. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm genuinely, I've been looking forward to this all week. Me too. Okay,、right. okay. Hit us with your thoughts. What, how, what you thought of the, what you thought of End of Evangelion, and what you thought it was about. So, I started watching this movie, and in the first five minutes, I'm like, "Did this boy just jerk over this unconscious girl's body?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like,、yeah. "Wow, what a scumbag, dude!"、Uh, and I was like, "What the hell is this movie, man? What am I watching?" That was pretty much my continual thought process for the entire film, because it just kept getting more and more wild. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was just the beginning. That was just that the was appetizer. Just the <laughs>、uh, Did you count the vaginas? There were a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> It's a fun drinking game. <laughs>、uh, man, I was so confused by this concept of like. Wait, so the Japanese people are invading this military facility that's not a military facility that somehow has mecha pilots? So they have a bunch of diva pilots in there? <laughs> yeah, they have, lot, they have a lot of divas. Yeah, lot all of divas. I was thinking of was wow, all of these diva pilots, man. <laughs> yeah. These mecha pilots? Are they protecting Busan? But instead, it's Japan. <laughs> it's Neo Tokyo. Yes. La Kyoto.、Um, <laughs> La Kyoto, yeah. Yeah, the whole time it's just like they're getting shot at, and you kind of understand why they're getting shot at, but at the same time you don't. And there's like these random cutscenes to a bunch of like brick people, you know, with the, <laughs> with the numbers for faces. <laughs> yeah.、They're、like, we must do what needs to be done. <laughs> and it's like, I have no idea what the hell that means, you know? <laughs> what、okay. needs to be done. <laughs> Like the monoliths, the black monolith people?、Okay. Yeah, the monolith people. Like, what, what are they?、Uh, and then, yeah. And then, well, the third act is just a huge clusterfuck. Like, what is going on? How am I supposed to understand with zero context what the hell is going on? They're just like, oh, what, Shin, Shinji? Was that his name? Shinji? Shinji, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, that's he, the protagonist. He, the protagonist is. Going to decide our fate, and I was like, "Wait, what? 
They're leaving the hands of humanity to this little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just jerked off over yeah, this girl. And he's he's controlling the fan. Clearly, he's not the right The choice. other girl woke up from a coma and just killed, like, what was it? Seven or so Evas? She's like, she's a badass, dude. But who is this random Shinji character that can't do nothing for himself <laughs> and constantly needs to be carried everywhere? Like, literally dragged forward. <laughs> oh, my. He's the and bad suddenly DPS they're like, man, you know? They're like, okay, he's going to be our savior. He's going to save humanity. And then Shinji's like, lol, nope. I'm going to kill all of you because you're all jerks to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone turns into goo. Everyone somehow, turns into Kool-Aid, yeah. Where, where, uh, the Kool-Aid man comes and, you know, they all become one. Kumbaya. <laughs> and then Shinji's like, wait, lol, I still want to uh <laughs> be with a girl and he's like i regret everything and they're like oh okay we'll bring her back and then they wake up on the beach and he's like oh actually i'm a killer <laughs> and then he doesn't end of story and i was like what perfect, was this perfect. movie <laughs> and then i was looking up like reviews and like sen- like different synopsises of the film and all of them were like, wow, this film was amazing. Truly a masterpiece. Just the subtle themes and the neo-Christian values fused with the, uh, like, dystopian world. I was like, what in the hell are these people smoking, man? Like, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> like, this is, this is, uh, like, After Earth. But much, much worse. This whoa, is... Oh, okay. This is like... fighting <laughs> oh words. I think... Okay, to be fair, I think if I had seen all the previous anime, watched all the TV shows, the previous movies, if I understood the context very well, maybe even read, like, the manga. There's probably a manga, right? Then uh, I think... Yeah. 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 Then I think I would have enjoyed it. But... Really? Because there, because there wasn't? I was just like, I have no idea what the hell's going on. I'm supposed to feel sympathetic, I guess, for this Shinji character, but he's a dick, so I hate him, and I want him to no, die. No, I hate him too, <laughs> so it's okay. And I was like, yeah, I don't understand, man. Like, I understood enough, but that didn't make me like it. And I was just, in the end, kind of like, man, Shinji needs to die. <laughs> Shinji should have just sacrificed himself, man. I like character. I really like your your view on this because I've always I've always argued with people that this this movie is completely worthless without context. Mm -hmm. They always they always come back at me like, no, but all all of the symbolism and you know the incredible artistry of all the characters on the screen. You're like, bro, that's not Jack. If I don't understand, nothing's gonna make (laughs) literally zero zero percent of this movie will make sense without the context. Um, so that said, like, in a nutshell, what what did you think? Hmm. I thought it was a wonderfully, beautifully crafted movie, especially the the, what is it, the epileptic (laughs) five-minute scene of him switching through, like, but all humans are one, and we all share the same consciousness, and we're all the same people. (laughs) I thought that was kind of funny. Drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yes, drank a little too much of that Kool-Aid. Way um, too much Kool-Aid. There was... It, they turned everyone into Kool-Aid. That's how much they were drinking. Um, you are what you eat. 
But yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a visually stunning movie. And the fight scenes with the, the mechas, you know, with the diva characters, are pretty amazing. Like, it's pretty awesome. But then the third act just falls apart for me, where it's like the end of the world, and I really have no idea what's going on, and I feel like maybe 20% also got lost in translation between the Japanese and the subtitles. Because <laughs> some of the sentences and, like, what they're speaking about, I just... I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Oh, you watched the subtitle version. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not, okay. not, not the dub. I'm yeah, not... Who watches the dub? Come on. Yeah, the dub is actually dubs? pretty good for this one. No, really. No, no a little bit of tri- the, the tri- It's not like amazing, but it's good. There, there has been a lot of criticism for it. Yeah. Uh, because a little bit of a trivia fact, but a lot of the production staff are also VAs in, in the dub. Oh, okay. Ray Ayanami's oh. VA in particular. She's very likeless, like, though, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, she's like she's gotten lots of like about that, but okay. she's also I think one of the directors of the interesting of the dub. Huh. Mm. So so they actually kept it very true to the original nature of what it was. Um, for the most part, yeah. they work pretty they work pretty closely with the original studio uh, Gynix to to get the translation on the ball. Oh, okay, hmm. I, I was just joking that. about the dub, by the way. I mean. I think the in Dragon general, Ball the Z dub bub. is usually worse. Yeah. It's because, like, not because you're watching it in the original language. Or not. I don't care about that. It's more like the people who dubbed it at the time didn't really care. Like, voice acting wasn't up to par as it was in Japan. Where, like, they take it seriously. But now I feel like uh, the American voice actors are top-notch. <laughs> um, well, the production <laughs> staff cared quite a bit. Whether okay. or not the talent is there... Is, is a different question, but gotcha, it just reminds gotcha. me of Pokemon, where all of the, the Pokemon dub. <laughs> yeah, where the where the production staff are like, where oh yeah, I, I can, like, oh yeah, I can voice Ash, Bulbasaur. <laughs> I'll be Bulbasaur. Bulba, Bulba, I'll, I'll be Pikachu. Wait, how how many episodes is this in? Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one million. Oh god, there's uh, episode thousand episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, they're like Bulbasaur. Can you, can you do another take? Bones, wild Iron. Bulbasaur, can you do another take? <laughs> like He's like, bro, I literally say the same line in yeah. three thousand episodes. What do you mean? <laughs> it's like I want you to, I want you to put more emotion in it. <laughs> like, can you, you just pull? Can you just pull the audio from episode like ten? Yeah, and just loop it. <laughs> They're like, no, we we need we need it to be real, visceral. We need your feelings <laughs> injected into each Bulbasaur. It's like a Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, actually, yeah. they actually had all of his lines written out in Groot and in and in real speech. <laughs> really? So there was context and, for all of it. And also, Vin Diesel voiced Groot in multiple languages too. Really? So like in Korean, he's like not in Groot. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he did all the voice. He did all the all the uh, studio work, all the voicing on stilts. <laughs> he would show up really? to the studio Bro. on stilts. Wait, so like. So we could like, feel the character. Oh wow! Okay, right. Method acting. Wow, I respect that. I respect. I, that I, I actually work. respect that. But it's just like, damn. <laughs> if I had a character that speaks one sentence, I would do the other languages too. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> Why not? Hell right? yeah. Hell you, get, yeah. you get like yeah. eight times the pay. You know, there's eight languages, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can do the same take like fifty times. It's only been like two minutes, right? Because it's just like <laughs> I am Groot. Try it again. I am Groot. Try it again. I am Groot. Okay. That one works. That's the one. <laughs> That's it. 
All right, one more for home. safety. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> all right. Anyway, <sighs> back to the topic. All right. All right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually really happy to hear your thoughts on this, but I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna hit you with two levels of context and see if it changes your opinion. First okay. context is just the context of the series. Uh, the mm-hmm. story of the series is that uh, like these aliens called angels are attacking. They're trying to uh, get to the okay. uh, nerve, which is the command center that's getting attacked in this movie. Um, get to the basement where like kind of their god being or whatever is kind of locked in the basement, right? And, Always um, in the basement. Oh, uh, which yeah. is that? Uh, like Adam, the uh, the big glowing chick, the white squishy monster. Yeah, the big clay man that's that's crucified in the basement. That's that's what they're trying to get to. Um, there's there's like a lot. There's a lot of mythos. There's a lot of fucking lore in this in this goddamn um, series. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go into all of it because it would take all day. That's the general premise. Um, the humanity creates the the, the Ev- Evas to fight them off. Uh, Shinji becomes a pilot. Ray is one of the original pilots. Uh, Asuka's mm-hmm. a pilot, and they have like this little class of kids, teenagers that they they're, they're trying to draw pilots from to yeah, limited yeah. success. Um, the how do they get picked to be pilots? Like, what is the screening process, or how do they decide? Like, oh, you're a pilot now. Well, diva mains. <laughs> yeah, they're all diva mains. <laughs> Uh, they're all yeah, they're all they're screened and pre-selected. They don't deeply explain the process. The 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 way that the main pilots get selected is that the uh, living souls of their dead mothers are inside of each of their avas. That's how they're able to pilot them, and that's kind of explained over the course of the oh. series. That's not freaky at all. Yeah, it's kind yeah. Of, like there's a that's lot. That's why of they call the mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's the context for that. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Their, their mothers were originally test pilots, and they died testing them. And then their souls are like inside of the. Their souls are trapped inside. Yeah, they're, they're wow. kind of they're they're in there. They turned to Kool Aid too. Apparently. Yeah, they were all, they also I got Kool Aided. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um. So the the reason they build these mechas is they have like the the AT field, which I'm sure you saw a little bit of in the movie. Yeah which, yeah, is, which is basically shield. Which doesn't explain anything. It's just like it's like defense matrix. I don't I don't know what this AT shield blocks or what it does. It's just there. Yeah the the idea behind the <laughs> AT field is it's a it's a it's a field that uh, that's powered by your soul basically. The angels have it, and humanity all also has it. But humanity manifests it as our physical form. So instead of making a force oh. field, we're just making ourselves with our AT field, our physical form. With that's why lines. everybody, yeah, that's why everybody <laughs> turns to Kool-Aid, because when you turn off the AT field, we just all lose our physical form and become goo. Is the idea. Okay, okay. Makes sense. Makes we sense to me, Kool-Aid. right? Yeah. So that's like the, the core conceit. Mm-hmm. So does the movie then make slightly more sense? Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily make it a much better movie to me. <laughs> no, I'm just no, trying no. to explain it. Uh, like, the, the relationship between Shinji and, like, mm-hmm. the girls is, like, kind of a main narrative thrust throughout, yeah, throughout I don't, the series. Yeah, I don't fucking understand the relationship. It just sounds like he's... I a... mean, it's teenage, coming-of-age, like, sexual tension stuff. Um, he has a thing for Asuka. 
Ray is... <laughs> Doesn't he have a thing for every girl? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he's fucking 15 or whatever. You know, you're going to be lusting after yeah. everything everything with two boobs. <laughs> oh, I would say maybe even one boob, you know? Even one boob, yeah. Yeah. But, uh. like, uh, and then Ray... Ray is uh, a, a child clone of his dead mom. <laughs> and he... And she's the... F- fourth one after the first three have died um, the fourth attempted clone of his mom no I mean they've been successful they just keep getting killed <laughs> oh yeah that's nice <laughs> yeah isn't it <laughs> I mean they're uh, not everybody is aware of that fact because they just kind of like she'll die and they'll be like she was fine all along and they're like Look, what I just saw her get crushed and they're like no she's right here see right Ray, Ray say hi <laughs> um, a super emo why does she speak 20 decibels softer than everyone else yeah I, I know it's, Our, it's uh, weird vocal cords didn't get cloned correctly there is so right. much there's so much weirdness in this show but it was alright now the second context okay. second okay. context of the show this show was unbelievably popular okay it's it yeah. might still be yeah, top one hundred animes of all time. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Not not just what? Uh, not just critically, <laughs> not just critically, but financially. This movie made two hundred forty-three million dollars in theaters, that which blows is my mind, dude. Which is enormous. I don't yeah. I don't know if you understand. Like in nineteen ninety-seven, yeah, that's, that's like wild. unthinkable money for an anime movie. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but the the context is the original series. It was already very popular. Like, it was steamrolling everything. Um, and the director, Hideko Anno, um, originally produced it when he was uh, coming off of a, an extreme bout of, like, depression, right? Yeah, so the yeah. core, the, the core of the, the show is basically, it's about, like, depression, isolation, self-worth, um, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of cool, you uh-huh. know? You can get yeah. the symbolism, like the angels or, like, the, the problems of the world. You know, it's about it's a story about like teenagers not understanding like uh, a maturity mm-hmm. and adulthood, and all the adults are pressing all these like problems onto them. They're trying to figure it out. You know, pretty yeah, yeah. fairly straightforward. People yeah, make it a lot a more. Mech, you know, it's like every day. Yeah, normal. my mom's a mech. My mom's yeah. a mech. Same. <laughs> and I we need to. And I need. And I need to grow, grow beyond her shadow or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the 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 latent symbolism is there. Like the there's a lot of there's a lot of G- Judeo Christian occult symbolism just thrown at the when wall. When people die, they just become crosses. Like yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's and how it's it like works, all you know? of the, and people overinterpret that. It's just it's just there because it's cool. Okay, there's a lot of that in the in the series. Yeah, Japanese people aren't like there's a very 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 small number of Christians, so I doubt that that would be some sort of like. Oh, this is some deep hidden meaning about Christianity. Nah, I think it's just because like, I mean, there's a meaning it was there. Interesting, but it's yeah. it's like yeah, like you said, it's like skin deep. It's just mm-hmm. like this is kind of cool. Or goop deep. Now you don't <laughs> have skin anymore. Oh. Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> so so the original run of the show is two core or or like twenty four episodes, um, okay. and it was like super. There's so much momentum in the show. Like the the fan following was ravenous. Okay. Mm-hmm. And to come episode twenty three, twenty four, when they're about to conclude the series, um, there was a series of sarin gas attacks in in Japan by this um, like terrorist <gasps> oh, group. Yeah, Do you remember by that? By the terrorist group. Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
<laughs> and what happened was they were a group of like Christian fanatics uh, that prophesized the end of the world, and they were they were using a lot of Judeo-Christian like occult symbolism. Uh huh. And then they were about to close the series, and the uh, Gynix was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. Guys, I think I think we need to back off a little bit here. Um so a lot of as as far as I'm aware and I'm here like this is all like a lot of conjecture pieced together from like um interviews and like little bits and pieces that have leaked out, but um, mm-hmm. they had basically the the climax and ending of the of the of the show episodes what 24 and 25 or whatever uh finished were mostly finished and they threw yeah. it all out they threw it all out because it was too similar to the real life events that had happened in in tokyo oh yikes that's scary man and that now explains they were it. and now they were like mm-hmm. weeks or months behind schedule they had already burned through a lot of their budget and they had to close out the series so you got instead of whatever whatever it was originally was uh, they threw together this weird, like, uh, uh, metaphysical, like, very, very cheap um, final two episodes that was all... Oh, my, oh my God. It Imagine was all... The, yeah. Like, uh-huh. there was not... There, like, there was no... Like, it's just, it's just like, all pictures, like, disconnected images, dialogue, and, like, and, like, dialogue uh, written, written and flashing across the screen. It's all yeah, about... Yeah. It was just like kind of it, it closed the um, the the main thematic thrust, but none of like mm-hmm. the narrative stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. it closed like mm-hmm. the thematic stuff. Like it was about him it. coming to terms with his own self worth, basically, and yeah. being be, being okay with himself and learning to accept himself as an individual, and no longer relying on like um, not necessarily having to rely on everyone else for his validation and being okay with uh you know it was the coming of age you know figuring out himself it was very optimistic and um <laughs> very famously it, it ends with like this big reveal and uh it's him standing at the center and like the full cast around him like giving him a pause like congratulations congratulations yeah. it was so amazing <laughs> it was like wait, it was wait, like a meme i think i saw that i think <laughs> i saw that and i was like what is this garbage <laughs> It's it garbage. Okay, and that's how they ended the show. That was it. Yeah. Like nothing, nothing wrapped up. None of the plot points wrapped up, right? Yeah. But they were like, we, we have no money. <laughs> we had to throw out all of, all of our animation. Dude, that, that explains it because it reminds me of Lost. It's the ending of Lost. It's it's yeah. Lost. It's it Lost. It was only just yeah. a dream. <laughs> <laughs> but they threw it all out, and then and then the the fan reaction was horrendous. Okay. People literally oh, okay. like th- sent death threats. They threatened to kill him, the director yeah, Anno. They threatened to burn down the studio. Oh god! Like they were, they were chopping at, they were like frothing at the mouth. Right? Okay, I think that's kind of overreacting, dude. It's just an anime. Calm down, uh, people. Like the this hatred. Is their life. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was incredible. This is why he's still emo, you know. <laughs> um, they they scraped together a couple bucks and they they did. Um, a first attempt at uh, ending the series in like a movie, which was called Evangelion: Death and Rebirth. Okay. It's called Death and Rebirth, and it made things worse because the first <laughs> half of it, uh, you know, 
Death is the first half, and Rebirth was supposed to be the second half. <clears throat> the first yeah. half was basically a re-edited footage from the, the series. It was basically a recap episode that was like 45 minutes long, right? Okay. On the second half, they ran out of money again. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a half attempt at a movie. <laughs> and the people were even more angry. They are like, yeah, what is yeah. this? And then, like, Anna was like falling spiraling back into depression um, the studio is in shambles everyone is angry and then they get <clears throat> through the sales of that movie and through some more funding I don't know the whole story behind it they got more money back <clears throat> yeah, and yeah. with it they made End of Evangelion now <clears throat> End of Evangelion uh-huh. like you can read this as a giant fuck you to all of the fans <laughs> okay because <laughs> Sh- Shinji Shinji is the audience insert, right? He's the he's the protagonist. He's the, he's the audience yeah, insert. Yeah, yeah. And he is not he's not a good person. And he's a useless person. Yeah. He is not yeah. a good person. He jerks off over like Asuka. Um, <clears throat> there's all sorts of criticism, like narratively on him through the movie. Like there's this whole section on like male gaze, right? Where all all the mm-hmm. females in his life are just talking shit to him, right? Yeah. And it's like from his perspective, and like like it's all just cutaways of his of their boobs, <laughs> and their butts, and that's just Ano Ano criticizing all like the ravenous like horny nerds that were sending him death threats, and some of the flashes, some of the inserts, by the way, of the mm-hmm. of the text are the actual death threats he got sent. <laughs> Wait, wow. that's so funny, dude. Wow. <laughs> it's too real now. <laughs> if you remember, real. like, like the giant, like, uh, you know, like, it might be for a few frames, right? But you see, like, a real letter, like, in yeah, Japanese. You a bunch see, like, of different a wall times. of text. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch of wall. Those are real death threats that he got sent. Hold it down. Okay. <laughs> and then, like... I like this guy's style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just like standing just, on top of his achievement like, you with, guys. with both middle fingers up, <laughs> and it like the the movie goes through like the whole audience wish list, right? It closes all the plot threads. It shows you the culmination of all the relationships between like Shinji, Asuka, Shinji, Ray. It shows you mm-hmm. Asuka kicking Buck, but like she's like through the whole series, it's implied that she's a really good pilot. She shows it a couple times, but you never really get like that moment, right? Yeah. And then you get into this one, but then she gets, like, speared through the eye. <laughs> she just murders everyone. Yeah, she yeah, murders everyone. And, and then gets, like, obliterated. And then, like, oh my god. So, it's kind of... At, at, at once, it, it, ends the, it ends the series with everything that people wanted, but perverted and made worse. It's like, it's like a... It's like a Last Jedi. <laughs> it's like the Last Jedi of the series, right? You mean the best movie ever made? <laughs> yeah. Everybody loved this one. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why people hated the Last Jedi. Exactly. Yeah. Why, why would they ever? <laughs> why would they ever? Yeah. Cinematic masterpiece. So, yeah, this movie. Yeah. I mean, it's not a complete fuck you, right? It still accomplishes yeah, yeah. quite a bit. There's a lot going on, but well, like maybe only half a few, you, you know. <laughs> But like this, it's definitely there. That's that's a lot of the subtext of this movie, and uh, pretty obviously because he he cut in the death threats he cut into the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Like like Shinji sense. Shinji had a character as a character. If you don't, 
like like I said, the original the original end of the series is him coming to terms with himself and accepting himself and becoming upright. Like I can I can do this. I can become my own person, right? Yeah. And then in the movie, <laughs> he's the opposite of that, right? Just useless. He's just like <laughs> useless and unsure, and then ends like trying to kill his main love interest because he's so worthless. He doesn't deserve anything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's dark. <laughs> yeah, it's super bleak. <laughs> so why did people like this movie <laughs> again? <laughs> I mean, because I I don't know if everybody reads it with this subtext, right? If you close your eyes and just watch it as like a giant mecha action flick, um, it's, yeah. it's you know it's passable. You know, like like when you like like as you initially watched it. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like a mediocre giant robot movie with a lot of weird symbolism in there that you might not get. If that's the, the only way scene that got me hyped was when Asuka is just like flying around killing everyone. But that's yeah, when about she was it. Wrecking house. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. But... I guess I can see why. Like critically, I was when I was looking at the Wikipedia, it was like, oh, this movie was well received compared to, like, the other movies and parts oh, of the yeah. anime. And I was oh, like, my God. Why? <laughs> I was so yeah. confused. I was like, why do people like this one particularly more than the others? Because the last two yeah. attempts were just recut footage and, like, mm-hmm. still frame inserts. Because <laughs> they had, like, $5 left. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't animate anything. <laughs> and, I mean, so with that, with that, with that context... The fact that after they finally got a budget, they used it as a giant cinematic fuck you to the fans. Would that change? Does that change your opinion of the movie? Do I think that makes it a better movie? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't. I don't think so. Because like, the message still stands. You know, all of the symbolism whatever it's like even with this context i'm like uh the message is really dark dude like i don't think that that's a hopeful message at all oh it's definitely not that's not a hopeful message at all i don't know dude lives his (laughs) kool-aid dude lives his life thinking he's worthless and uh is worthless and useless through the entire movie until the end where he's like kind of not so useless but then he's still useless in the end <laughs> well the the final the final scene you're, you're supposed to be allowed to believe that um he has the ability to restart humanity right there but yeah. with the con- wow. with the rest of the context of the, well because they're all well, they there said, like, right they're just kool-aid they, they, they said that if they have will to bring themselves back then they can so people yeah. with enough will and willpower to think themselves back into being they can essentially be once again yeah but how does shinji figure into this because he's useless exactly why, why he's exactly. not controlling all the kool-aid no, i mean he's that's I why think I think he's, he's still he still technically has the keys to the car at that point i think okay okay anyways um, continue but but i mean it's just like given the rest of the context of the movie you're like well i don't know if that's something that's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> My interpretation was Shinji is going to do whatever the hell Shinji does, you know, be useless, sit in a corner on his stupid ass. And then 
everyone else will will themselves into being those that really want to exist. Yeah. That was the hopeful outlook for the me. The penguin. The penguin will come back. <laughs> was so, the penguin even in this movie? I uh, I don't think so. I'm hoping no. he is. Oh, no, he's, no, I don't. Okay. I'm almost sure no, that he's not. So. Pen, oh, pen. Yeah, it took the best part of the anime out. <laughs> he's only there like I don't know, less than probably like less than two minutes total Wait, screen doesn't time. Doesn't he drink beer too? It's a beer drinking. <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I think he might. Yeah, is he yeah. right? He, he's I'll like he's like play. the he's like the mascot of the show, right? Uh, yeah. His guardian Misato has a hot springs penguin that lives with her, and he's mm. just kind of, he's just kind of there, and his name is Pen Pen. <laughs> and every once in a while, he'll just show up, amble around, drink a beer, and hop into a hot spring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what is the point of this character? It also symbolizes what a does penis it mean? as well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, there's so many penises and uh, vaginas, okay. Sam. You don't even understand. Yeah, there's so many, dude. <laughs> like the climax of the film, with giant raid and the and like the the lance of Longinus comes down and pierces the giant eye vagina in her forehead. And you're like, <laughs> I wonder what this means. <laughs> and then her hand vaginas on the sides. <laughs> I was like, what the? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm like, I get it. Symbolism, birth of humanity, <laughs> new beginnings, right? Yeah, I mean... But why? But why? I would have loved uh, to have been able to see this in theaters and just been like, It's about sex! <laughs> you get it? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, like, uh, it's so over the top. It's very uh, yeah. overrun. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the series Isaiah and most of the movies that mm-hmm. I can remember. And yeah, I, I, I yeah, was not a thoughts? fan. I was not a fan. I thought uh, I cannot fight the fact that it is very influential. It is still, I would say, top ten on a lot of like anime lists. You know, wow, it's still strong, <laughs> wow. right? Yeah, it is. It is. Like, yeah. Uh, like when I was in college, it was all about Evangelion. Still, like to that day, you know, and beyond, you know. Oh, it's still, it's still, yeah, it's still very it's powerful still properly. Yeah, in very fact, they're, powerful. They're, really. Um, They've yeah. they've released a, kind of a remake of it. Uh, Were there damn, more movies that followed End of Evangelion? Like there's like 1.0, 2.0, and 3.0. That's and where they come out. 4.0. They come out yeah. after. They come out after. They're sort of a remake slash alternate real alternate reality type thing. Okay, is Shinji still so, uh, useless dick in there? Uh, a little bit less so. A little bit less so. Okay, okay, that's. I mean, better. he's he's le- he's le- a lot less useless. In the show, I would say. Why did they make him so useless in this movie, then? Because he's the audience insert, and it's Anno saying, like, you guys are useless bastards. <laughs> that, <laughs> Your obsession <that's> <laughs> is ridiculous. <laughs> that makes sense. Your sexualization of my characters is disgusting. <laughs> and oh, uh, your treatment like... of yourselves is the worst. <laughs> that's like that's a... the best. That's the subtext, right? Yeah, yeah. Humanity like, um... can't be saved with you. <laughs> <laughs> like you are, you are the next generation, and it leaves me with very little hope. <laughs> That's Anno. <laughs> That's Anno's message in this Got film. Him, Got dude. him, Got him. But yeah, Got like, him. Uh, I felt like, like I always say this for movies too. Like, I don't care about the deeper meaning unless it's built on a very solid narrative. That's either. Uh, logically sound it follows its own logic it doesn't have to follow 
like real logic, just its own logic, or it's very interesting、mm-hmm. or cool. And unfortunately, Evangelion has neither for me. <laughs> like, checks neither of those boxes. Yeah, I feel like it was it's pretty close to Annihilation in that they focus on these thematic thrusts more than the narrative and character building because it's heavily on like symbolism and a deeper meaning. And it's you、mm-hmm. know, and in, in those regards, pretty well made. But like, I just didn't care about the world, and I love giant robots. Like the the first half of the series is a pretty straightforward mecha anime. It is, it is. And then I, the I second was, half, they start going off the rails a little bit. It, it turns into last, but like, yeah, it turns into last. I'm sorry, the ending of the series is just lost. They, they just <laughs> lost their way. They lost it. They lost, they lost their, their way. way. Turned into last, you know, like. But yeah.、Uh, I'll say that I, I I for one loved this series. I actually own the DVDs. They're somewhere. Wow. Okay. Of all the okay, stuff. Okay. Okay.、Um, wow. But I will say first and foremost, as a series, it's both better and worse than people think it is. Okay.、Yeah. A lot of people insist that, that th- this this is like the the pinnacle of anime, and it really is not. No. Other people up other people will <laughs>、yeah. insist that it's like the worst garbage. Ever no, produced? No, it's not worse. Without garbage, value, come on.、Mm-hmm. Come on. I like, think it's worse, but yeah. And、really? it's just like, yeah. I mean, I, I loved it because, like, when you're like an angsty hormonal, like, fourteen、uh, or fifteen year old, this, th- this, this anime speaks to you on a deep level, man. <laughs> on a deep, deep level. You're like, oh, it's full it's of so you, many、man. things、it's、that I understand、you. vaguely. Boobs and. No, <laughs>、uh, there's like boobs and vaginas. It's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs>、um, yeah, I, I mean, people read too much into the wrong things and not enough into other things. You know, they, a lot of people <laughs> spend so much time on the Judeo-Christian like symbolism, and it's really, really just don't, don't do that, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> There's not a lot there. There's really not a lot there.、Yeah. It's just cool factor. I mean, you can spend a little time on it. There's like lots of little cool tidbits that they hide in there, like,、uh, um, like on the the monolith panel thing, you know, the the the, the, the Illuminati guys talking through their monoliths.、Mm-hmm. That guy is technically supposed to be, I think, the Wandering Jew.、Um, and then there's, there's like just tons of. Like the Tree of Life and like Wait, the Seraphim. Wait, what are the monolith people supposed to be? They're、like, supposed to be the Illuminati. They're this. They were supposed that, like, to be the control society. Yeah, they well, they the control.、Scenes? They control like all these different organizations, including. Are they the goop、guys. or no? Well, they、It's、get gooped、question. at the end. Okay. No, so I, are, I, I wonder if the, they were goop already. Just, are the other、know. Evas like piloted by people or no? Or what? What are those、uh, things? The white ones. No, yeah, the、not. white. The white shark-looking things. <laughs> they're like, they're like, yeah, they're luscious red lips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Then they take all of their spears and penetrate themselves <laughs> in their collective vaginas. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my god, this, this show is so fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, they they they're unpiloted. They're like controlled by like the Illuminati guys, theoretically. 
Theoretically. They need someone to stupefy in there and then send their children in. And that's, that's what they need to do. Come again with the program. This... There's there's lots of stuff about like restarting humanity and like shadowy government organizations and all this other wonderful weird crap that I could spend a lot of time explaining, but it doesn't. In the end, it's not really important to the to the main idea of the of the show. You know, coming of age, self worth, you know, va- um, validation juxtaposed against this this undertone, this subtext of the director having like absolute loathing for his fan base by the end of the movie <laughs> like a deep-seated that, hatred that's just truly it unfortunate man yeah yeah we should do Razophone next because that's a discount on Kellyanne. no that's <laughs> <laughs> I watched so much anime and uh, I remember very few of them because they were just passable I watched uh, One Punch Man season 2 how's that <laughs> I'm disappointed <laughs> well because they changed animation studios and it's not this incredibly fluid work of yeah um, of, of animation anymore that, is that and why also or... narratively it's just yeah. so much weaker like I don't like the way that they structured the storyline for season 2 season mm-hmm. 1 was like short stories like little pockets of him being like I'm going to go beat up this one person and then the boss battle last 3 episodes in this episode, the boss is introduced in, like, episode two, I think, and they drag out, or, like, don't even fight. Like, they don't even no, fight. They don't even fight. That sounds kind of like Dragon season. Ball Z. <laughs> 20 episodes to charge up the spirit bomb. And I was like, oh my god, I hate this. And then they spend, like, six episodes with him going to a fighting tournament, and we don't get to see him fight until, like, three episodes in. And I was like, oh my god, I'm going to shoot someone. <laughs> I just want to see him fight someone. Like that this storyline like is so illogical. I just want things to happen in one episode, like they should, instead of spread out over six episodes. That's because there's a huge story arc that still doesn't end. They still, still no, continue. No, 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 no. that's uh, not even the reason, Sam. Sam, the reason the the arcs are structured right like this is because the original writer is making fun of everyone, including the reader. Okay. Um, it's it's literally I mean it's a straight satire of Dragon Ball Z right yeah everything it is. everything yeah. it's a satire of Dragon Ball Z and Superman in roughly equal parts and everything mm-hmm. is structured in such a way that it's making fun of you for wanting to see him fight or the bad the big bad guy right because you know how it's gonna he's just gonna punch him and he's gonna die <laughs> that's the point <laughs> every single that's what's gonna Not happen it. and he's making fun of you because it's like this is what's gonna happen what are you expecting. I'm not gonna write a story about I, that. I'm gonna, I, I I'm gonna spend all my time. It's like I don't, yeah. I don't understand why. It's you in the title. It. He's just gonna punch him. <laughs> He's gonna, just I'm gonna waste fun. your time. Yeah, exactly. He's just kind of like stringing you along. The the reason the reason it kind of works and is, is charming is that all the characters around Saitama are really fun. Like Speed yeah. of Sound, Sonic, and like Licenseless <laughs> Rider, <laughs> and a uh, pretty pretty prisoner. Oh my god, dude, he's so I stupid. There's, they're all <laughs> stupid. That's the fuck. That's the yeah. point. It's the no, point like, I just imagine the part where it's like, oh, like. Or, or Genos. My ultimate like, translate was... transformation, and he just gets naked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. Or like, god. he learns how to dig by, by vibrating his muscles, and like, when he just powers up, you know, it's just him doing stuff with his muscles. 
But I, I will say though, like if you're frustrated, I think the the manga format works better because it's um, it goes way faster. Yeah, and, no. and uh, Murata's so I'm good. <laughs> the, the artist is actually amazing in the series. I think he might be the yeah. best, the best uh, manga artist alive. I think oh, really? he's the the artist makes me laugh because it's like, why did you name your character Saitama? Because I live in Saitama, so that's why I named my <laughs> character. <laughs> Well, that's so. It was originally written by this guy named uh, One. That's his online alias. And mm-hmm. you should look at. I, I invite you to look at the original web comic for it. Yep, yeah. Because Just spend looks, a minute looking like over it. It's so shitty. It is so shitty. Yeah, like it's like a it's like a five year old. Yeah, like a yeah. five year old scribbled it onto like crappy sketchbook paper. Oh my okay, god. That's the that's the level of artwork. And that's then um, and then this guy Murata uh, uh, found it. I don't remember what the original deal was, but he's like, bro, your story's amazing, but your art sucks. Let me take care of this. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, if you got the story, I'll do the art. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks amazing now. Oh, it yeah. looks so amazing, it's but so the good. best part of it is he's, he does he does art, art, art callbacks to all the original drawings, mm-hmm. which is why uh, occasionally Saitama looks like a, looks like dumpster tier art. Yeah, that's, that's how he, he was drawn. An egghead. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how he was drawn in the original webcomic. It's yeah, like yeah. No, somebody it's so with no funny. concept of it's so funny. Oh my god! <laughs> and then like great. when he's about to go fight someone, his eyebrows turn and he gets like super serious and his face <laughs> becomes chiseled. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, no, yeah. he's got he's drawn seriously now. Run away! It's <laughs> uh, gonna punch you. <laughs> do you, do you want spoilers or no? Because there was something really funny for what for season two. Oh, I already re- I'm caught up with the manga. Are you guys? Maybe you guys have already read past yeah. it but no, it's probably different read... though yeah. right uh no uh, the the series is basically one one yeah. one to one reproduction oh okay you won't spoil he keeps, it but he keeps you can spoil it for the audience uh, so you know just tell him to skip ahead a few minutes but yeah yeah spoiler alert um <laughs> so the big boss battle that he's like hyping up for it's this guy who wants to become a monster <laughs> and then Saitama runs into him like two separate times and every time he just beats his ass by accident just, like, too, right? by accident and he's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. man I can't wait until I find this hunter character so I can actually fight him it's like maybe then I will have a good fight <laughs> oh yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he catches him like dining, uh, dining and dashing and he just catches him and like punches him <laughs> slaps him in the head <laughs> Like, <laughs> and then, like he, he gets knocked out, right? Uh, just wakes up. It's like, what was that? Saitama's on the way to go buy a wig, and the guy just like chops him in the shoulder, and Saitama doesn't move and just chops him back into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and he wakes up the next morning on like a pile of garbage. He's like, man, what what happened? I don't remember. I just blacked out. <laughs> yeah, I think though it, it's turning a little too much into Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it's take. It's like I just want fights to be over in like two minutes. <laughs> no build up. Just he punches someone. And it's the end of the fight. Like that to me is so funny. Oh man, there's some there's some of that coming up. I think, but like I'm disappointed, man. And then I'll have to wait another two years for season two or season three. Yeah. Disappointing. Disappointing. Turn into Reeb. Read the manga. Absolutely Reeb, not. Yeah. Absolutely not. It's where it starts. You're, you're in Japan. You can go yeah. get it. You just run over to Akiba, dude. It's probably like 
It has to be no more than a 30-minute train ride from wherever you are. I'll say, though, like, if you want, like, a more... As I was mentioning this to Barry, if you want, like, a more grounded anime that deals with, like, depression, Welcome to the Mm -hmm. NHK is a pretty decent one. It's more... Mm-hmm. There's still some, there's still like some surrealism in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say it's just more like it's a more palatable approach. I would say you know like this one is pretty heavy. I, I would actually relate it to an animation. <laughs> what? like, What's that one anime yeah. where people have orgasms because of food, and then Shokugeki so, no Soma. So, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit of co- translation because I think I've seen like. Five minutes of that show. Like, what so, is going on here? Okay, cool story. The animation studio did th- that did that sh- or does that show is uh, the same one that did season two of uh, One Punch Man. <laughs> wow. You can see a lot of the same, a lot of the same animation problems, which is like the a lot of budget stuff, like using a lot of panning shots over still frames. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, just a lot of static shots. Um, you know. <laughs> I love when Geno's monologues for like two minutes and it's just panning between shots of random still frames of like plants and buildings. <laughs> I was like, wow, they saved so much money there. Yeah, like... Think of all the think of all the budget they saved right there, guys. Yeah. My god. If you break it down scene by scene anime I can understand because it's really expensive to animate. You know, it's, oh, it's a person has to make it. It's yes, so a person work. has to draw each frame. Just think it's about expensive, that. and and animators are underpaid. They're yeah. paid nothing for what they produce. Which okay. is yeah. terrifying. And because it's Japan, they probably work them to death. Yeah. They literally yeah, work. A lot sucks. of them die on the job, dude. Yeah, dude, that's so bad. The washout rate is huge. Yeah. Um, I think. I think. There, there's a very very few studios that pull off really high quality animation like Kyoto Animation is probably the the one that sticks out the most Madhouse what, generally what does pretty make? good uh, generally Moe crap um, cute stuff like they did um, mm-hmm. K-On they did uh, Suzumiya Haruhi oh, I like that show yeah it was a good show um, but that that art style is basically all their all their stuff Hibike uh, Euphonium um, I don't know that one. I think probably their best work is Hyoka because it's very small, self-contained, and very, um, very focused, and it looks beautiful. Hyoka, alright, I'll look that wow. up. I-, I knew none of those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, I was thinking about this, and I figured because you know how like digital filming is on par with film now. Like you can have the same. Some person went through a painstaking process to make digital film, uh, the filming process, feel exactly like film, and they wouldn't use it for Star Wars because they're like, no, we're shooting it on real film. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this, and the next step in animation would be to use kind of like 3D modeling. And like animated. Sam, we're gonna stop you right there. (laughs) No, no, not like there there have been there have been attempts. Uh, I know, I know exactly what you're referring to. Not just 3D modeling, but like like a cel- cel- shaded facsimile. Um, yeah, and like you know, like people what you are. About? Yeah, yeah, people are working on it, and uh, it still looks like garbage. Oh, they sneak shame. it. In, they sneak it into shows every once in a while. Like the most recent one was probably uh, Zombie Land Zombie Saga. 
It's about it's about an idol group of zombies, and what? it's just it's as dumb as it sounds. <laughs> Wait, I'm actually interested though. Don't be, don't be. That's the but entire. A, that's the whole are show. Idols, but like, how does that work? Do they eat people? Like, I mean, they're cute zombie girls that don't think about it too deeply. Zombie they, they, girls. They didn't. How, how are they cute <laughs> if they're like decaying? Uh, don't think about it too deeply, because they didn't. <laughs> okay, but like, you know, motion and dancing, stuff like that, is really yeah. difficult to animate. Um, and it's expensive. So every scene, every every like uh, animated like dance number they did was just like 3D models. They used like poser or something. Did it did and, it look like 2D animation? Uh, or was it's it closer like... than they've gotten before. Okay. Because I'm thinking if someone could master that technique, you would save so much money and, like, animators would have, uh, like, a lot of the workload off, you know, their shoulders. Yeah, they're they're not they're not quite there yet. <laughs> okay, mm. and by not quite, I mean they're, like... Really far? Uh, yeah, they, they have a couple marathons left to run. Interesting. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if there are people who are opposed to that, kind of like they were opposed to the electric car, you know? While back, I mean, the entire the entire community is against it at the moment because really? it all looks like it all looks like hot garbage. Mm. I don't mean like use it right now, but like develop the techniques similar to how like, you have to you have to use it like... to develop it, which is why Star Wars the the yeah. the original or the sorry the prequel trilogy looks so garbage because it was one of the very first movies to use completely digital filming. Ah, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> and and they were I really mean, limited were... by what those cameras could do. They were garbage to begin with. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean. The, the the story would not have been helped very much by better filming technique. But yeah, the dialogue and yeah, the a camera, B camera, a the camera, dialogue is stuff of legends now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was one of the very first films to pioneer digital filming. So you have you have George Lucas to to thank for that. Mm. Well, I mean, he is a pretty legendary director, all things considered. Yeah. Yeah. He he did. He's done a lot for for filmmaking in general. Yeah. It's a pity that. Uh, what know, what he... else has George Lucas made besides Star Wars? Oh, uh, uh, Indiana Jones. He was Indiana Jones, wasn't that? Yeah, he was an exec. I think he was Spielberg? executive producer on Indiana Jones. Yeah, no, he was the... Spielberg was the director. Spielberg was the director. Yeah, he, he has I his hands he was on the a lot producer. of oh, Okay, okay. Because I don't know him for his... a lot of director credits besides Star Wars. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, he wrote. He was uh, has a writing credit on uh, Last Crusade, George Lucas. Really? Yeah, and wow, he did. That was a really good movie. I mean, Once Upon a Time, he was a very competent <laughs> director and writer. Graffiti. Man, what? How far they fall? Yeah. <laughs> how far they fall, man. Um, yeah, my God. Um, yeah, he's actually but, really good. Yeah. Director credits, he doesn't have that many. Um, Star Wars, obviously. Producer credits, he's probably got oh, he's got a lot more. <laughs> but yeah, he's makes sense. he's worked but with he, Spielberg a lot, which is why he was well, involved he, he with and Spielberg. Ki- are good friends. Right? Yeah, it's why yeah. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was a giant piece of crap because he had a lot of creative input on that movie. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was like that explains it. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he was better off paired with someone. If he had if you give him full control, it just it's like 
not good news. You need people to tell him no. <laughs> yeah, you need people to tell him no because he has good ideas, but like, there's you a lot of bad to in it him... too. Yeah. Just gotta scoop the bad out, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think if he if he paired yeah. with a really good writer for Star Wars, then the prequels could have been so much better. Like Ryan yeah. Johnson. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you, do like, you know uh, he made, like he made a new movie? <laughs> Knives Out? What? There's a new movie by Ryan Johnson called Knives Out. Interesting. Knives yeah, Out. If you want to check it, check the uh, check the trailer. It actually looks kind of interesting as uh, Chris Evans and oh, okay, uh, okay. Daniel Craig. And also Joy from... Blade Runner 2049 is in it. <laughs> and it's Armas? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you already know that's going to be a movie about... Uh... Knives? Yes, there's <laughs> knives. It's a murder <laughs> mystery. It's like a whodunit movie, right? Clue. And you already know that he's going to be like, haha, I'm going to subvert your expectations. With the chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Daniel Craig, I hope he goes full Bond and kills everyone. <laughs> uh, he's actually a nerd in this one. I like when's, Daniel Craig. When's the next Bond film coming out? Forget Wait, Bond film. I want to see the sequel to Cowboys and Aliens, dude. What? <laughs> Daniel Craig's best performance. Oh my god, that's a Oscar worthy movie. Old now? I saw that movie in, in theaters, by the way, and it, it was amazing. Are you serious? Fantastic. <laughs> what a good movie. Uh, uh, doubt. <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Press X for doubt, dude. You know, you know our dude, next it's Daniel Craig, Harrison yeah. Ford, Olivia Wilde, and John Favreau. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay I, was, I was actually kind of hyped for that movie. It looks like a it's so bad, it's so good movie. You know, like one of those. It's like, oh man, I can in no way recommend this movie to anyone, but <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. I, if you think about like the groups of people that you can recommend a film to, like, may, hey, maybe these guys like westerns, I'll recommend it to them, or these guys like sci-fi, I'll recommend it to them, or these guys like, you know, some weird shit. I don't know. I can <laughs> recommend. And you think all the different like, like Venn diagrams of people that you can you can recommend a film to? I can recommend. I can't think of anyone I could recommend this film. What about like bad movies? <laughs> but I still liked it. Uh, okay. Okay. It wasn't. It, it wasn't out. even. Bad it wasn't films. even terrible. It's just so, so, so strange. Like they play this premise one hundred percent straight. Okay, there is no winking at the camera. There is no meta humor. They play it one hundred percent straight. Okay. Nah, dude. Nah. Mm, uh, so everyone's serious. I don't, I don't see how that pans out. I mean, there's jokes and stuff, but it's like it's not like. Uh, a nudge nudge wink wink joke you know it's just like funny in context but yeah. it's it's played a 100 percent straight oh you have piqued my curiosity it's like hey aliens have landed in the wild west weird shit is happening we're gonna roll straight through with it there's gonna be no meta humor whatsoever i kind of want to do a podcast on this instead of spider-man <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I can't uh, recommend the film to you, Sam. I just said that. I no recommend you everything you're telling me can, is making all, me want to watch it. All I can say is I liked it. <laughs> okay, you have it's, piqued my curiosity. It's kind of like giving me the same vibes as the first Men in Black, uh, which I, I also enjoyed. I don't know. Enjoyed. About that one, Sam. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't good, but I liked it. 
there's 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 weird shit happening in this movie, guys. I mean, do you want my quick and dirty review of this movie? No, no, we're gonna do a podcast on it. Let's save it for later. Let's go deep. Uh, okay, go deep. we'll go, we'll go Star, deep. Uh, Spider-Man, I mean. We'll go deep on Cowboys vs. Yeah. Aliens. Why not? We gotta spread these aliens. films that don't get attention, right? <laughs> I mean, I think this film rightfully did not get much attention. <laughs> I, I think we want to spread awareness for good films that did hey. not get attention. Hey, Keyword, you uh, good. Sometimes you gotta like, give them bad. Like Hot Rod, Sam. Hot Best Rod? movie oh, ever. Oh. Okay, we gotta do one on Hot Rod and like... Have Rachel you seen Hot Ray. Rod? No, I have not seen it. Have you seen... I have not seen Hot Rod. Okay, you guys need to see Hot Rod. I think that's one of the best So Stupid It's Good movies. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down for that, yeah. And that, to me, elevates Andy Sandberg to a whole nother level. Like, mm. The Lonely Island was one thing, but Hot Rod was another level. What about Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, that's what really put him to legend status for me. Okay. <laughs> and also... Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I think that falls under the same category. I actually think that film had a lot of merit if Uncle Rico died. Like, you, like what? Character yeah, we, we've talked about this so many yeah, times. It, it, he's a classic archetype of like the tragic hero, and like if he had died with the trying to sell breast enhancements to the Rex Quando the Rex Quando dude's wife, and like he just kills him. But, by using Rest Kwang Do. Like, it would have been funny with the movie, but, like, also fit, like, that kind of archetype. You know, he can't get past his uh, past self. And so he dies. And so he dies when he's actually good at something other than playing football, which is, like, selling stuff. <laughs> yeah. Death of a Salesman, you know? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it, Sam. Death of Dude, a Salesman, this movie more? was not. <laughs> anyway that's that's my take on it you know like for me uncle rico is my favorite character <laughs> my favorite character me, is rico from starship troopers oh okay okay <laughs> <laughs> not just the different uncle rico but yeah i just wanted to mention the three trailers i saw for spider-man let me know if you guys remember that it's be a bit of a preview for a spider-man podcast but like the one was blinded by the light have you seen that one or no I didn't watch anything leading up to Spider-Man because if I'm excited about a movie, I purposely try to avoid all content related to that movie. Oh no, it's just trailers. No, I'd, even trailers, especially oh, okay. trailers. Okay. Yeah. All right, Blinded by the Lights, like this uh, guy, immigrant family, where he finds uh, Bruce mm-hmm. Springsteen, and like how his songs relate to him. He wants to be a writer. Kind of, kind of interesting, I guess. And then Charlie's Angels, the reboot. Oh, okay. Okay, and then Once Upon a Time... The re-reboot? Yeah, the re-reboot. <laughs> as uh, Patrick Stewart in it. <laughs> guy's okay. still alive. Awesome. Sir Patrick Stewart. The guy's a legend. He's reprising what? his role as Jean-Luc Picard in an upcoming yes, Star Trek. Yes, dude. He hates being called <gasps> Picard, but anyways, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, by um, Quentin oh. Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm yeah, so I'm excited hyped. for that film. But, like, these three movies are... So, like... The reason why I watch the trailers is I kind of like to see where the marketing people are going with this and kind of like, all right, we have this target demographic coming to watch Spider-Man and they're like, they're going to show you trailers that you're likely to be interested in, right? So mm-hmm. I was looking at these three and they're so different. <laughs> like, I don't, I, was, I don't know what they're thinking. Well, so, Quentin Tarantino, you could, you could do a trailer of a pool on a plate 
and people would go to see that movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just because um, it's Tarantino. Because yeah. it's Tarantino. Okay, once upon a time in Hollywood movie, made right? sense, but Charlie's Angels with the same block as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood They're and selling you sex, dude. Light? They're just selling you sex. So I guess Spider-Man fans are huge fans of sex, uh, finding <laughs> yourselves. Everyone loves boobies. And Tarantino, which sounds off the an Evangelion awful lot formula. like Evangelion. Yeah. <laughs> it's Evangelion wrapped into three trailers. That's Boobs, Quentin Tarantino, and uh, Finding Yourself, which is related to Boobs for some reason. So I guess if you want <laughs> to find yourself, yeah, you have to find Boobs to find yourself, I guess. I don't know. That's what I'm hearing right now. Maybe in the process of finding yourself. Okay. In the process of finding yourself, you got to find some Boobs. Get it? It's a joke about masturbating. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I can throw that one out for you guys. Uh, Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. I feel enlightened now. This is it's become a masterpiece. Ten out of nine. <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts on uh, Tarantino? Yeah. Um, Tarantino films are ones that you might not watch on a first viewing. But every mm-hmm. single time you watch it, like if you, you like, you could watch a film at different points in your life, and you will understand more and more about it, which I mm-hmm. think is kind of a hallmark of a master filmmaker, right? Yeah. And every single one of his films does that, because um, yeah. there's 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 so much. In, subject- uh, what was it? S- Super Eight, The Hateful Eight, The Hateful, Hateful Eight. Eight. Oh, I've not seen that one yet. I think so. I was, I I was not I a fan. Watched it. Uh, I was not that big of a fan of the Hateful Eight. My favorites are Inglorious Bastards and Django. What about Kill Bill? Mm, I'm not as big of a fan, honestly. Like I like them a lot, but not compared to Inglorious Bastards and gotcha. Django. Because I watch Inglorious oh. Bastards and Django at least once a year, and I've been doing that for like the last five, six years now. I think. Dang, bro. Mm, okay. Or maybe not for Django, because Django came out 2016? Did it come out later than that? Oh. Something like that. Wait, this podcast is just turning into a regular podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're running I mean, a little bit long here. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, uh, I, I just think all of his films are so well made, and every single one of them is like a love letter to filmmaking in general. Which yeah, you can really they're beautiful. Appreciate. Oh, 2013. Yeah, I, so I think actually, the yeah. uh, genius of Tarantino is like even if you don't dig deep, it's a very en- entertaining film. Like I-, I watched most of his movies, and even if you don't want to take away anything from it, it's just genuinely just a entertaining fun movie. Yeah, it's just entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Just entertaining. But if you dig deep, there's so much more to them. There's so much. That's that's the hallmark. That's yeah. That's yeah. what I like. You gotta trick the audience into thinking, especially like something. like Django. Dude, there's so many levels to that film. Talking about like the problems with slavery, it's like oh, <laughs> oh if man. You, if you just but do also it as a film study, completely it's, it's lighthearted. Really deep, dude. Yeah, there are so many cinematic callbacks in every single one of his movies. It's like it makes your eyes spin, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, like it, like half the shots in his films are homages to other films. You know? Yeah, it's amazing. Just the pop culture references. It's a um, good time. Yeah. Um, I think I think we should cut off yeah. right there. 
before right, we run. Before we long. go, let's we let's have you to rate End of Evangelion with our Suicide Squad scale. I did not watch it, so I'm gonna watch it later and rate it. Mm, but uh, Barry. Five. Oh, Isaiah, you're gonna give a five? All right, all right, five. All right, yes. that is our without second context score. Without yeah. context, uh, three. With Whoa. context, five. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, let me write that uh, down. Wait, you had no context, so I'm just marking it as a three. <laughs> I'll just write five with context. No, no, I, I, I give it a five. Yeah. Okay. Three without context. That is our second lowest score, by the way. The lowest being Suicide Squad. I think. This Does that is mean me. we have to review some real stinkers now? No, yeah, I, I, I think we have I think to. This movie carries very little value if you don't understand. Yeah, I'm. I'm not world. a fan of movies like that. Yeah. Personally, when I was watching it, I was like, "Man, this is how people watching Marvel movies." Who've like not seen yeah. any other Marvel movies? Was <laughs> Can you imagine somebody walking into Endgame having not seen a single yeah. other? Like, oh, like, look at here's the movie. Everybody's going to see this movie. I wonder what it's about. Uh, most popular what movie is... of the year. It's like, why the fuck did they kill that purple guy? <laughs> purple guy. What's the problem with purple farm? dude? Yeah, he's just he farming like nice and they cut his head off. What? Farmer Thanos just wanted to live his farming life. <laughs> All right, Barry, what would you give it? I'd probably give it a six. Six? Oh, okay. Still very low. It's <laughs> yeah. your lowest score that you gave out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I I love the the series and uh, and the film, but I, I'm still like I can objectively still say it's probably like a six. You mm. know? Yeah, I'm probably gonna give it a five because you know, going off of the series and the rest of the movies, like. You just gotta trick the audience, bro. You need you need a narrative there, like you need a you need world building there. It has to be there. Well, what's well, the point of watching? You know. Oh, it's there, but it's both smarter and dumber than everyone <laughs> yeah. wants it to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, like I wouldn't want to live in that world. Everything's. I don't want to be goop. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you don't want to be Kool Aid. I don't want to be Kool Aid. Live no, the, live the dream. You don't want to simultaneously. <laughs> have the same mind and think the same thoughts as every person in the world no that sounds like <laughs> to become one humanity as one mm. the one with the kool-aid people yeah one with the kool-aid mm, i don't know i don't know i think i'm okay <laughs> i think pass. this is a movie you can easily recommend to people that liked the anime pretty much yeah but that's that's basically that's like it, right? that, that's basically yeah. it if you have not seen yeah. the anime, just I mean, check out the anime, I guess. <laughs> and if that's if that floats your boat, check out the movie. But <laughs> that, no, that must mean that they were people who like followed their anime friends to watch this movie, and they're like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I like, can imagine that. I, I guess it could have some value if you just wrote, doing like a running monologue, explaining like a running expository monologue. But it has to be the entire film. film. Yeah. yeah. They're like, this is a reference back to episode three when they, they talked about this. I'm like, what? Why is there a what? vagina there? Why the... It's a symbolism for the birth of humanity. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll, we'll call it an end there. Uh, closing thoughts on End of Evangelion, and then we'll do our sign off, and then we'll come back on Sunday for our Spider Man Far From Home episode. All right. Yeah, I mean, 
recommend it to fans of the anime. I personally loved the anime and the movies, but uh, easily it's it's nearly valueless if you don't have the context. Also, yeah, I, I, I also appreciate context. the fact. Yeah, Can I also confirm? appreciate appreciate that it's a like a big cinematic, like f you. <laughs> that's 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 a ballsy move. That's hmm. a ballsy move, Ano. All right. My thoughts. Yeah, your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think having no context, this movie has almost no value. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could just sit there and be like, "Oh, pretty colors," but that's about it. Like, I get that there's a lot of symbolism that was hinted at, and there is so much more and so much story that goes into it. But not having that background, not having that context, for me, took me out of the film. Yeah, it took me out of the film severely to the point where I feel like I didn't get that much value out of watching it. But having some context now, it's like, oh, I get it. But you you know, you're a weeb now, right? You watch Evangelion. Uh, It's like the weeb rite of passage. (laughs) Yeah. But but I did not like it. Yeah, fifty percent of people hated it too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like join the you don't team. Have to like it, you just have to watch it. Yeah, half half of Weebdom hates hates yeah. the hates the series as well. I don't know if they hate it ironically or as like a hipster thing, but like a lot of people hate it as well. All right. Well, my thoughts are kind of similar. I just think it's uh, yeah, thematic elements, symbolism, great. You know, visually great, whatever but uh, missing on the narrative yeah. and, like, actual character development. I mean, there's, there's some of that in the series, but it, it loses it halfway through. And I, I, I need that there as a strong foundation for everything else to go on top of. If you're missing that, it kind of, for me, I don't have fun with it. It's just like reading a paper or something. <laughs> All right, anyways... Uh, We'll end it there. This has been the Pointy Hat Cast. This is our bonus content to go episode two, or I guess you can call it episode nine point five. Let's call it nine point five. I guess easier to remember. Catch us next week on Sunday. It'll be out on Monday morning on our episode ten on Spider-Man: Far From Home. All right, with that, we're out. Catch you guys next time. Stay pointy, guys. Stay pointy. Okay, round three. (laughs) This is Pointy Hat to Go. Third time's the charm. Episode 9.5, July 12th, 2019. Audio sync in three, two, one. Okay. Yeah, I can't be helped as he has one second off from us because he's in Japan. I'm sorry, boys. My reaction times are just too slow. <laughs> Gosh darn speed of light. No, I think it it should help though. If I sync it all three, it should work out. It's better. It's better than if I, yes, if I clap a full second earlier, then maybe we'll sync up. No, that will mess it up. We're applying a second later, anyways, to everything we're saying, so that it works out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The secret is Sam is always in the land of the weebs. <laughs> what? So, yeah. uh, potato internet. Hmm. I might as well be in Japan. 